Hello, Yogi. Welcome to my podcast. I'm Aiko, and on this show, we explore ways to put spiritual theory into sustainable practice. So, welcome, Indra, to my podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, would you like to introduce yourself and uh, say something about you? Yeah, sure. So, hi everybody. My name is Indra, um, also known as Open Bay. And I'm a singer-songwriter here in Berlin. I'm also Bhakti Yogi. And um, yeah, I grew up in Berlin, in East Berlin, actually in 88. And then I lived here. I was raised by my beautiful two parents. And then I, you know, was traveling a lot. Um, you know, I was on my own, like, spiritual journey. Um, but before that, actually, and I think we're going to talk about this more in detail later, um, when I was, you know, I was always healthy, but when I was 15, I actually had like a major health crisis because I was, you know, I had to go into hospital for like this ovarian like tumor, but it was benign, but still it was definitely like a manifestation of really all the grief that I experienced in school up to this point, because you know, I mean, I don't look, um, you know, stereotypically German, whatever that is, you know, I'm not blonde and blue eyed. Um, I have like dark hair. And uh, so I really felt like, you know, discriminated against and just sometimes bullied and, you know, actually just also things like normal teenagers go through. Um, mm -hmm. So that really, I think all this like, hurt and frustration and anger and you know all this all these like intense emotions they didn't have an outlet um, so I think they really manifested in this like tumor inside myself mm -hmm. and it was huge and there was like medical mm -hmm. emergency and everything so for me that was really like okay there is definitely a connection uh, between our mind between our body and our soul in the end mm. and um yeah i'm trying to be more mindful so, now of my you yeah. know emotions and just being healthy being more in balance um and i think often it really takes a health crisis for us to um look at our life and to have this turning point to have this turnaround and actually change yes. for the better 15 years it's very young if you think so how did you handle that how did you connect the fact that you had this uh, this tumor with the actually your um your yourself your inner self like not feeling good that how did you connect that mm -hmm. well it was because i was it, it happened in the summer when i was just changing schools so i was going from mm -hmm. let's say the bad school um, where I went for like five years and I came home crying almost like every day. My mom was like, mm. I mean, what shall we do? You know, shall I send you to a psychologist or something? Um, but I didn't. And um, I was like, the, the others have to go to the psychologist, not mm. me, you know, because they're yes. stupid. They're saying I have like animals in my hair or, you know, just like really negative things sometimes Bullying. yeah mm -hmm. yeah but also like I also wanted to be an outsider because I didn't want to be with these people obviously you know yeah. and I think definitely like just being a teenager being 
yeah, being a human being can sometimes be really stormy and confusing. Um, so in the summer, you know, between changing schools, I had this like medical emergency and this like operation mm. and everything, you know, and um, I mean, it was like uh, the end of a chapter, basically. And yeah. it actually it was my mom who, who said that, oh, probably this is all the worry that you were carrying around with you, all the mm. hurt, all the anger, all these like emotions and like I I do believe and I know, you know, like many of you listening right now, like the body is so intelligent, you know, yes. and um, yeah, basically, I mean, when we go into like the whole like, you know, like when we talk about like the ovaries, for example, or like female uh, organs or sexual organs, which are also the creative organs, this is like where the creative a chakra is sitting you know when we go like a little mm -hmm. bit deeper now into the topic um this is so interesting because um so basically now i'm also uh facing a symptom or like a well symptom it's not a symptom it's like a condition that's called pcos and i think many mm -hmm. many uh have heard of this it's, it's called the polycystic ovary syndrome and it's basically yeah. where you know you don't release uh eggs where you don't ovulate like ovulate not all like mm. not as i would say like normal functioning women um yeah. and you have like a very or like higher level of testosterone and some women therefore they have like you know facial hairs which hope like luckily i don't have because <laughs> mine is still like super mild and i'm really mm. i don't take like all these like chemicals which you could take like the metformin or whatever like i'm yeah. just like i'm so against all that uh, because i was mm. also on the pill for eight years because of the hormones back mm -hmm. then i'm like i i just want to be as natural as possible and i believe that my mm. body i mean there is you know i mean the body is definitely able to do that but you just have to let it and you have to kind of exactly guide it gently to that natural place and also do things mm. for it no you can't just like live your unhealthy life and just I don't know and for some people like popping a pill is an option it was for me uh when i was mm. younger but now with like you know um heightened awareness it it's definitely not <laughs> like yeah. no thank you um so i'm just trying to live a more healthful life and just on the ovary uh topic again it's it's what i read just recently actually because i was you know trying to educate myself more on that um, hmm. it's actually, you know, when we talk about, um, you know, that the body and the mind are connected, you know, it's like, okay, what is my body trying to tell me here? What, what is the real issue here? Like, what hmm. is it? Let me, let me find out, you know? And so I was reading that, um, uh, this could mean like this whole PCOS thing could mean that you know I'm just like holding on to control like I'm holding on I can't let go mm. I can't let go of the eggs you know mm -hmm. maybe some some months but I you know it's there's like yeah. so much testosterone and um maybe I am a <laughs> control freak I don't know <laughs> but this is so interesting to actually mm. read 
the body and and see what it actually says you know the same with when you have like acne for example like if you have any skin diseases like your skin is basically the the membrane between you yourself and the outside world you know and when yeah. you have some kind of disruption there or you have like insecurities it shows on your skin definitely you know or for yeah. example um even hay fever allergies or like i don't know if you're listening to this and you're like oh i don't believe this you know but if you have cramps in your legs you know oh i should take magnesium you know mm -hmm. very simple but then also when you have a toothache for example it could mean that there's something with your roots which is your family so every body part like in every issue that's happening that's going on there is like speaking to us is trying to speak is trying mm -hmm. to scream and yell at us you know do yeah. something and we're just i mean i think more and more of us we're just becoming more conscious like of our bodies what we put into our bodies how mm -hmm. we surround ourselves with you know other people and energies and and things yeah yeah super interesting and this is yeah and this is very like there are very very deep studies about psychosomatic and metamedicine that uh, they both lead to the same principle that our body is just trying to give us a message that there is something wrong in our life and that doesn't really mean that you are wrong or you are doing something wrong the point is i think the the state of consci consciousness that you have while doing something and that's the the key point because you know sometimes you hear people say yeah then why uh, I don't know. I have a twin brother. We have same parents. We go to the same school, but he has this and I don't have it. Uh -huh. The point is that with the same, same circumstances, you have a different consciousness behind and that causes uh, some sadness or something. And then your body, if you're unhappy, if you're doing something against yourself, it's reacting by sickness. Uh -huh. So how did you um how did you go on after you were diagnosed with this tumor in your 15s mm -hmm. yeah well they had to take it out and then oh. um you know basically i had never gone to the like um women's doctor before you know and i was like i'm 15 yes. i'm come on i mean i yes. know some of like like 12 year old they're already much more you know advanced or whatever in some regards yeah. but i was just like i'm a baby you know mm. <laughs> and so uh, well i already had my period but i'm like i'm just a bit fed up i'm like can you take everything out <laughs> and they're like uh, no you're not allowed to make this decision now maybe later you want to have babies mm. and everything like yes. and and for me Like I know when I when I when I tell my story to other people, you know, I'm just like, um, it sounds so harsh, you know. But mm. like there are, are no hard feelings involved in it. I'm I think I'm pretty. I don't well not really detached, but like I. I I mean I never had the idea of like oh you know family planning or you know that's also not in my astrological chart by the way so i wasn't mm. like too upset i was just kind of like annoyed 
especially like spending mm. summer in a hospital is like these are my yeah. holidays <laughs> yes. yeah so that um, yeah so mm. um like during my life like before that i always had like phases of you know just me wearing everything pink or me mm. everything like black and i'm just going into like mm. punk or you know wearing doc martens not caring about how i look at all so i'm like I don't know it can be quite extreme maybe this comes from like having like an artist's mind or something i don't know mm. <laughs> but um i came more uh in balance in balance i think uh, i came more in peace with like yeah my uh they say like in sanskrit like the like the sharira it's basically your body is like a like a vessel is like a boat or it's like a car And mine happens to be, I don't know, a pink Cadillac or whatever. So now mm. in this like life, I'm driving around this pink Cadillac. Like I have a female body. Uh, with it comes a female mind. With it comes like so many emotions and rainbows. And, <laughs> you know, mm. so I um, actually since I'm, I'm really like on this spiritual journey, like consciously for like, you know, now five years, I think I'm really trying to embrace that and not fight it you know mm -hmm. i do i don't know i do totally understand like transgender people like people who don't feel like they belong in their body you mm -hmm. know uh, i never wanted to uh, become like a boy like outwardly or something um i don't know that would be too much of a hassle and i think <laughs> you know i'm just i'm i'm, I'm totally fine the way i am um, but I had to really, um, yeah, start loving my body also and honoring mm -hmm. it and just really, yeah, being okay with everything that happens, you know, being okay that I do have my period and actually like, thank God it's like regular, you know? So mm -hmm. yeah, I'm just, I'm thinking like, okay, this is what I'm, what I signed up for basically. So let me do everything nice. And, you know, I'm actually like, um, Like people who know me or who see me, like I, you know, I, I wear like nail polish and I try, you know, to really take care of my appearance and everything. Um, but I do this uh, not so much because out of vanity, but I do this actually because, hey, this is like, this is my tool in this life. I just want to take care of it. It's so important. And, you know, my, my husband actually, you know, because sometimes in the beginning, especially like four years ago, I was kind of like, you know, complaining on a very high level, basically, mm -hmm. you know, and he was saying, well, you know, some people, they just have a little car, like a, like a Trabi, you know, Trabi is like mm -hmm. this old car in, in, in like Eastern Germany, you know, very small and just, you know, the basics are on in this car, like four wheels and, you know, <laughs> um, you know, some people have this like Trabi, the Trabant, and some people have like a Mercedes. So Indra, you've been given a Mercedes don't complain <laughs> yeah and I'm like yeah like let me put things into perspective you know like mm. everything is working and I love my body and everything that I can do with it and yeah but it's, it's been a journey definitely mm. it's been a journey yeah, yeah. <laughs> and how do you take care of your body Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I have a, a long list, I guess, or like a history of, um, well, let's say, 
uh, experimental diets, <laughs> mm -hmm. but not like. I remember you <laughs> mentioned that to me. <laughs> but but not like not to become thin actually. That mm. that was not the reason. So basically, uh, just to break it down, um, I was studying. Um, well, I grew up like you know my family. They're like uh, non-vegetarian and mm. maybe let's say like standard American diet, something like this, mm. you know. Uh, but actually, like, kind of healthy, kind of, you know, not just like eating, um, you know, actually, we never went really like into restaurants or, you know, except the time when I really loved McDonald's. <laughs> but I don't think that was for the taste. That was more for the <laughs> prestige or something. Yeah. I don't know. I was a little confused kid. Um, uh, what was I saying? So like the dieting, I mean, in German, for example, the word diet means like diet but i like that in english diet also means just way of eating nutrition and this is the mm -hmm. way that i usually refer to diet it's basically what i ate let's say what i ate yeah so basically um i was i was born like non-veg um and then yeah there were moments sometimes you know when we're like in greece on holidays when I just thought, and I was in love, you know, and I just thought, well, I think, you know, I could just live on orange juice and love, you know? Oh, wow. So I had this idea, you know, I just felt so full and that was like my first kind of boyfriend. How old were you? Uh, that was when I was, I think, 17 or 18. Okay. But so I had these like ideas that it must be possible, something like this, but in a very seed-like form, you know? Mm. And... <laughs> And then, uh, then when I was like 20 or something, I actually, um, like, well, before that I also moved out, but then I really moved into my own place. I was living in Holland. I was studying, uh, I was studying tourism actually. And that was really free. And actually before that I was with my sister in London and her friend actually had a book on, uh, you know, just like fasting. You know, and today's Ikadashi also, it's like the fasting yeah. day, you know, I'm also fasting. Mm -hmm. And um, so I was like, oh, I never, I mean, it never popped up in my life before, you know. So I remember I was still like eating like non-veg with my sister. But when I returned to Holland, I was just like going on a two week fast, like only, oh, wow. only drinking like water and juice. And only drinking for two weeks. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, That's I was hard. I was like emaciated, um, mm. but like I would really say like some higher force like and my will for you know my my urge to explore kept me alive really, mm. but I was really thin. But after that, after these two weeks, uh, I was thinking, okay. Now, what do I want to put into my body? You know, I, I'm not going to start with like a big steak. And I actually mm. never liked eating these things anyways, because I felt so tired after that, you know, mm. like, so just go to bed and that's it. And, but I, I always thought like, but food is supposed to give you energy, right? Okay. So let's, let's move forward a little bit. So I was like, you know, studying and, uh, as a like tourism a student we got to travel a lot so i love that you know and i mm -hmm. you know met new friends and also old friends came along and there was this one week where i was in lisbon with my best friend and also i wasn't eating i was just drinking you know we went into restaurants oh. because he wanted to eat something but i was like 
I, I don't think I actually need it, you know? So that was, that was another uh, point. I think there were like many points like this in between, but these were like the major ones. And so then later, um, you know, I continued studying and I was like back in Berlin doing my master's. Um, and then actually I had a burnout, which is also a huge thing. Luckily mm. I survived, you know, stupid girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then I actually like spontaneously, really drastically moved to the Canary Islands. And this is really where things were like just taking off because there I was really outside. I was just like working in the sun. I was working um, at this aloe vera farm, you know, uh, dealing with mm. tourists. And, and and it was like really the happiest time of my life. You know, I had a boyfriend mm, um, and I was going outside every day. I was like meditating, you know, looking at the sunset. Uh, looking at the stars, you know, already I met actually somebody like another uh, woman I know and she was telling me that she was in Hawaii and she she was actually breatharian there, you know, so we, she was oh. and she she's like super far out spiritually like mm. <laughs> like definitely. Yeah. Can you explain this term breatharian? Breatharianism, exactly. Yes. So breatharian is um, uh, is like a person who is living on breath alone um but you could say well everybody's living on breath and that's true <laughs> because we're all breatharians you know yeah. um but breatharians uh, they not only like they don't take their nutrition from solid food or even from liquid food i mean some do in like some percentages you know Mm -hmm. But they mainly get the direct uh, cosmic energy, the um, energy from the earth, from the sun. And this is how uh, they like sustain themselves. And this is also how I lived. <laughs> now it's out uh, for a couple of months. Mm -hmm. But I was really in this like, you know, sheltered environment on this like, you know, beautiful magic desert island, you know, mm -hmm. like... I know there are breatharians uh, there's this one woman in russia and she's um i mean she's living in russia it's like it's cold and it's probably you know like this city that she's living in and um so it's it depends on your consciousness i guess you know like it is possible to do this in the city for me i really tried after i lived in this beautiful island i lived in london And I really tried. I was like, I love this so much. Like, I just want to be like more free. You know, I don't have to worry about, you know, where do I have to shop and all these things and how to digest it. And, you know, kind of like be, be more kind of detached from your like physical needs, the body, the, the whole upkeep, you know, um, but it didn't work. You know, and really there are, I have to say this for people who are like, oh my goodness, this is so interesting. I want to do that. You know, I wanted to always do that, you know, um, definitely like you need to have this like wish that you want to do this and it is possible. But what I learned is really possible only by like some higher force that allows you to do this because on the island, I lived there for like two or three years. I tried one summer. Mm -hmm. And I was like in this remote mountain hut from my friend. Nobody was there. And I was really 
um, doing like three days not eating anything. It's Spain. It's like super hot in the summer. It was dangerous. Mm. It was it was dangerous. And then on the third day, I'm just like, I can't do this. Like third day in the morning mm. or something. Uh, let me like have this like tomato uh, smoothie drink or something um, with like salt also. Um, and it was an ego thing. It was an ego thing because I wanted to do this because this is so cool. And I'm just, I wanted to be more advanced than everybody else. So it actually took me and my like conscious journey one more year that I think the universe allowed me to have this experience. And the thing is also that, you know, it's really, it's not about eating or not eating because breatharians, they're also eating, but the food looks different. That's, that's how mm. you can put it. It just looks different. You know, when, you know, you're eating solid food, let's say you're eating an apple, like where do all the vitamins come from? You know, and basically you are as a like breatharian, you can actually like your body will like create all these nutrients because I actually went to like a doctor because my friend, my boyfriend, he was like, what are you doing? This is crazy. This is dangerous, you know? And mm. I'm just like in this, I'm really in, I'm so high. I'm like in a different like field. I'm in a different consciousness. I'm just like, I feel so full of love and I'm just more attuned to all these energies out there, you know, mm. like communicating with the trees. And it's just like, okay, this is like a new level, you know? Mm. Um, so he actually sent me to the hospital to get like blood tests. And um, so I did this, no problem. And the doctor is like, why are you here? I'm like, I just want to check up, <laughs> you know, things. <laughs> but then really, I remember this moment, I was like back in my kitchen and I looked at this paper and everything was fine. Mm, and okay. I really had, I mean, I knew that everything was fine because I felt, I never felt better in my whole life, but there was still like this, whoa, like goosebump bumps mm. moment, you know, like it is possible. And I am a living example of this awesomeness mm. that it's really your consciousness that you can really live from love and light. Like it sounds mm. like so hippie-ish, but it is possible. But the thing is, for example, now I'm in the city, big bad city, how much love, <laughs> how much light can you actually get here? Like in a, you know, high quantity, you know? Mm. Um, and also I had to learn over the years, it's no defeat. Like eating like a normal human being is no defeat. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's it's, and, and the thing is though, that um, I was also um, like, like uh then when i knew definitely i don't have to depend on like food because basically i was also so basically it was like i was like non-veg then i was like vegetarian for nine years basically vegan uh because you know yeah basically i was vegan and then i went raw vegan for like one year and then i was like a juicerian only juicing you know for how and long uh juicerian only the juice uh maybe like half a year or something. Oh my lord. Yeah. And also you were just only, uh, you were also fructarian, right? Fructarian? For years. Or yeah, not? yeah, yeah. But that was also because I was really lazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, basically when I was saying, I'm like, I was a vegetarian, I was basically vegan and I was just eating fruits and grapes and really like high fructose things, 
which mm. is maybe not the best thing actually to do. But for me, it was just so easy. It's like an easy traveling food. Um, but then when I was a juicerian, I mean, that's super cool. You know, you should do that. And you should actually, you know, actually do this intermittent fasting you know just once in a while you don't have to go crazy like i did and so many others you know like like no please be sustainable um but it's it's possible to live only on juice for yeah one day for example like you're not gonna die like if you don't have like a medical condition or something it's it's nice um so when i was a juicerian then i even had to dilute my um juices like all the fresh orange juices they were like so thick, like a thick soup, mm. you know? And I'm like, no, I have, to, I want to be lighter. And, and I felt I need to go lighter. I need, yeah, just lighten up everything. I was just wearing white and I just felt like, oh, I'm like this angelic being or, you know? <laughs> and I was really in this happy bubble, like, mm. you know, no like negative thoughts or, you know, and then yeah, basically breatharianism accomplished. Like it is possible goosebumps moment in the kitchen with my blood test results. Um, and then that's so interesting, no? It's like you reach this this peak, this plateau. And then I'm like, okay, but now I proved it to me and like everybody else in this little fishing village and the world. Um, but it's kind of boring. Like, mm. and then I actually started eating ice cream. <laughs> uh, because I'm like, I love ice cream. I can do whatever I want because I don't depend on it. And it's a nice taste and it's still light enough to not like lower my vibration, basically. Because I was also like trying to eat bread again, bread and cheese, very German, <laughs> you know, but it, it just really lowered my consciousness, like my whole vibration. I really felt that. And I was like, no, but I think like ice cream is a nice is a nice thing that I can still yeah. still do. Mm. But then, yeah, I had basically, I was like on this like high vibration uh, diet, like or non-diet, you know, and I really had really intense, uh, far out spiritual experiences there. Yeah, mm. and this is, I think, when my journey, like the real journey, not just, you know, like peaceful incense or whatever, you know, but like real, um, spiritual journey started and that was i think only possible because i opened myself to the possibility that the universe is sustaining me like mm -hmm. like is taking care of me like literally just just by the air that i breathe uh, yeah mm -hmm. amen so <laughs> <laughs> would you say that it's important to take care of oneself oh in, yeah um in a in, if you want to anyway like walk a spiritual path like is that important or just um, the universe will take care of yourself yeah that's interesting because i do i mean mm. you know i do have lots of uh, like yeah spiritually conscious friends because mm -hmm. In the end we're all like spiritual beings so i always yes. say like spiritually conscious or people who are more like spiritually seeking or something um mm. and they're like oh let's say what the universe will do or just let's see let's go with the flow <laughs> there there is definitely truth to that you know and maybe mm -hmm. there i'm i'm too much of a controller but i also know that the universe is not going to brush my teeth in the evening and in the morning mm. but i know 
the universe, Mr. and Mrs. Universe out there, they want me to brush my teeth, so I better do it, you know? So I better start doing things, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, the whole, you know, I mean, today's like Ikadashi and, you know, it's, it's sad that it's really like a good day to do like a fast. Um, and it is definitely, but then there's different levels. No, as I'm saying, like we're all breatharians, just like different levels, you know? So I think the most important thing is like, don't be too hard on yourself. Like just Mm -hmm. accept where you are right now. Like just embrace it. And it's beautiful. And then when you have an idea, oh, but actually I want to do this. Actually, I just want to, I don't know, whatever your, your goals, your personal health goals are. Um, like take it easy I think Mm. you know I mean not take it easy like sit on the couch and just you know (laughs) I don't know be be unhealthy but Mm. um, be really kind with yourself because um, like being too rigid that's it's not gonna that's not the right frequency that's not the right vibration anyways you know that's just Mm. some ego thing or something you heard on some podcast about oh it's possible to live on light and love let me try this tomorrow (laughs) um i don't know who's listening right now but uh no it it takes years actually Mm. in your consciousness um and if you're eligible in this life then the universe is gonna like bestow you certain experiences but you have to know that you are not the controller you know and that the universe can also take things away from you you know because i'm just saying this um because of course i was looking out for other breatharians out there and there are uh, a few it's a small community but we are there and some of them i mean they call themselves like master of ascension or something and like i'm gonna teach you how to do it in eight days and i'm gonna teach you how to do it in just like 21 days or whatever. And these people are nice. Like, I actually, I love them. Mm. But I'm so glad that I'm not one of them. Because I would be one of them. I would be like, and this is my process. And you can do this, you know. But basically, I'm so lucky that I'm back to kind of like, you know, raw vegan diet. I'm like juicing and, you know. Um, because I think it would have really gotten to my head because of this, like, Mm. it's a huge like false ego boost in the end you think Mm. you are better than everybody else you don't have to eat you don't have to buy things you don't have to cook you don't have to worry you don't have to digest and poop it out in the toilet like (laughs) anybody else you know um so i think it kind of like prevented me from going down this road like Mm. you know like pride Mm. too much pride you know in something that wasn't even my accomplishment in the end but so i had diet... the experience yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah so your diet now you say it's raw vegan yeah since how many years oh not many oh well cooking i mean you know like people are so shocked when i say well i don't cook for my husband mm-hmm. i don't cook for anybody because i don't cook for myself <laughs> um actually well since like five years since i i was a Mm. breatharian i did i eat cooked food well there was like a time maybe like one or two 
two times, but I really felt Some immediately exceptions. I've mm. actually felt sick after this okay. because the thing is also that, you know, as a girl and all the things that we see and we get fed on the internet and everything. And, you know, <laughs> um, yeah. I just thought, okay, I actually have like an eating disorder because it is not normal what I'm doing. Like, mm -hmm. and especially I would say like being like an ex breatharian, like going back into like the solid food world, that was yeah. kind of like, oh my goodness, that was so hard. Really, that was so hard. Mm -hmm. But at one point, uh, because I was thinking like, no, I don't need to do this. You know, I don't eat breakfast. But then mm -hmm. at 11 o'clock, I mean, who would be snacking in the kitchen or not in the kitchen because we're not eating in the kitchen, but in the in the in another room well me because my body was just asking for something so basically mm -hmm. like my husband is he's like very you know regulated he does like the breakfast and the lunch and the um dinner and no snacks in between so basically i really tried to stick to that because mm. like i i didn't want to lie to myself you know mm. and i knew that also you know, with the hormones and also with your mind, you just have to have a routine. It's so much easier. Like you don't have to think about, oh, when am I going to eat or what am I going to eat? Like, no, you probably know what you're going to eat at which time. And then you can get on with like more important things. Actually, mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not saying that food is not important, but I don't think I've been ever like a foodie or something. Like I'm usually just eating the same things. Um, and I'm fine with that. And I, I, like, I admire people who can stand in the kitchen and just, you know, put all their love into cooking. I'm not one of <laughs> That's them. That's me. <laughs> That's you. Awesome. Yes. I can cook for hours all day. Oh long. wow! Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's so different. But Amazing. I also love to eat. Yes. <laughs> no, that's the thing too. Like I also love eating. You know, it's not yeah. like okay yeah yeah that's because it's it's really you know and this is what the whole experience in the end like taught me it's not about like black and white you know like oh i hate food i hate this body i want to just get rid of everything and like no 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 that's that's not the approach totally not the approach mm -hmm. it's really just looking at what is necessary right now um yeah and just loving yourself And, and doing good things. So you were asking me about like, how do I practice self-care? I mean, there's like so many, so many like aspects that we can go mm. into, you know. Um, But would you yeah. say that your diet is a big part of care, self-care? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 definitely. Mm. Because it straight away affects my consciousness. Mm. Like I, I can totally tell. Yeah, definitely, yes. definitely. So I'm like... I want to have energy um, and nice tastes and just, yeah, a joyful, healthy relationship with food. And mm -hmm. so um, I really do what feels good to me and mm -hmm. not necessarily what, you know, I don't know, like, you know, there's people with like so many ideas, you know, they say, oh, this is good and you should do this. I'm like, listen to your own body because your own body again we come back to the beginning yes. of this podcast is so intelligent you know yeah but the thing is that also because i like okay like i was maybe like a uber 
uber-human or something, like superhuman <laughs> at one point. I'm not anymore. Um, <laughs> okay, that sounds really <laughs> stupid. <laughs> no, but um, now, um, like, I also know that when I'm stressed, oh, I need something to munch on, no? Like, I know that food is such, like, an emotional soother, Yes. you know and so i'm trying to become more aware of this and actually look into okay what do i actually need do i really need whatever it is that i'm that i think i need right now or can i actually like um raise my vibration in another way that mm. actually my my soul is actually craving for right now mm. and so um yeah, it just be, it's about re really becoming like aware of your body, what your body is saying to you. And um, yeah, then also following that <laughs> because that's the difficult part sometimes. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. my last question would be like in a practical way, how would you take care of yourself in a spiritual way? Um, so I would say like from my own experience, first of all, first and foremost, self-acceptance, accept yourself mm -hmm. where you are also in your spiritual advancement. Um, and of course with the body, because we're talking about the body here today, um, yeah. the shape of your body, the color of your skin, the, um, pattern or like texture of your hair, everything that is there for a reason and that makes you unique, you know? And if this sounds like super like cliche for you, like <laughs> you actually have to swallow that. Like you have to take this and actually like make this your own truth, you know? And just be just be happy with, with like what you've got in this life actually, which I assume must be a lot because like human like being a human being i think it's much better than being like a little fish in in the water or something that <laughs> like it's so much, it's so awesome to be a human <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah no i yeah i saw seaspiracy um, huh? i don't know if you saw the documentary seaspiracy they just kill all the fishes around it's just mm. terrible mm -hmm. so it's very terrible mm -hmm. yeah yeah sorry interrupted you yeah. no 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 that's fine yeah um and then i would say what also you know what also the yogic traditions are you know recommending is to have a regulated life mm -hmm. which for many of us is like oh my goodness how do i do this you know i'm a freelance artist you know i don't have a regulated life no you make your regulated <laughs> life and sometimes yes. when things you know new projects happen or like there's a deadline like seriously okay like i'm i'm there i'm a singer i know this um but <laughs> yeah. have try to have this regulated life because you're going to be so much happier like your mind is going to be so much more at ease um so that's one tip i would give and mm -hmm. um also um you know like trying to be more mindful of what you put into your body which is not only food by the way um <laughs> can be many other things, can be, okay, can be sexual partners, can be uh, sounds, mm -hmm. mm. can be um, like all the media we're consuming with like 
our senses, you know, be mindful of this. Um, yeah. And then also try to spiritualize your food by, you know, like, I don't know, you can offer your food, for example, um, if you have like an altar or kind of make it, make it a sacred thing that you're eating right now. And that, you know, you have this food and you can maybe say a prayer or just, just feel gratitude for, for the food that you will put into your body, which is a super personal thing. Like mm -hmm. for me also, I'm actually another shocker, you know, <laughs> like I'm not cooking for my husband and also we're not eating together because I really mm -hmm. like to eat alone in peace. And I don't, I don't, I don't watch like TV or something, um, mm -hmm. which for others is like fine. I'm not like judging them, but for me, I just know I'm just sitting down and I'm actually reading which is maybe also not perfect, but I'm reading, I need everything to be calm. Nobody should like disturb me. I'm like super, <laughs> super special, but I think this is, it's just healthy. I mean, for me, it is healthy, you know? So that's usually also why I don't go out with friends or, you know, when they invite me over, I'm like, hmm, yeah, let me help with like cleaning or something. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um, and another tip, yeah, I mean, if you're interested in all the topics that me and Aiko were talking about, so there's, um, this, this whole like psychosomatic, like world that is waiting world. for you, Absolutely. that, that is like, you know, <laughs> telling you that your body is talking to you in a certain mm -hmm. language. Uh, and, uh, also you can look up, um, bio, uh, decodification. Mm -hmm. which is basically the same thing, like reading the signs of your body. Um, another thing is, yeah, if you're into, you know, Ayurveda, which you might be when you are on this podcast, <laughs> that's always a good thing to, you know, balance uh, the different, yeah, different natures, the different mm, elements, the different elements in your body mm. by the things you're putting into your body, like supplements or the food. Um, and also, if you're interested in breatharianism, um, basically it all goes down to prana because breatharianism is like living from prana. Prana is like the life force um, that's, mm, well, not everywhere, but uh, you want it to be like in your surroundings <laughs> for sure. Mm. For sure. Yeah. That's also another reason why, like I personally, I can't like sustain this lifestyle in a city because like all the pranic fields of the earth, which are naturally there, uh, are totally destroyed because the city is not a natural environment. Even in Berlin, it's like a very green city. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but thank you that I'm here. Uh, but it's, it's not enough, you know, I mean like three trees is a park, but it's not like super nourishing, you know, mm -hmm. in comparison to when you're out, like in real nature, um, yeah. where like the prana like is, is so much more intact, is so much more like rich and can actually really nourish you in all ways. Um, and another tip, yeah, do yoga. Like <laughs> be gentle, yeah, yes. be gentle and um, drink a lot of water to, mm. to flush out all the toxins. And also um, what I'm doing, 
also is like you know have a shower in the morning have a shower in the evening just to get rid of like all the energy that gets stuck to you during the day all these like mm. all the subtle energy that you can't see but it's there um so like water is always like a good cleanser uh for that and then tongue scraper that's what i love mm. <laughs> it's basically like this metal piece that you use for like scraping any like bacteria dirt from your tongue awesome i love that <laughs> and yeah. just also another okay so there are so many things but um like i used to be in like this no poo movement like using no shampoo like mm. really looking at you know all the cosmetics that you put on your body because your body like your skin is also drinking things no yes, so you don't want to put shampoo <gasps> You have yes. to share the recipe. Wow. <laughs> I still didn't find the perfect <laughs> mixture, wow. but I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Amazing. Well, I'm not doing this anymore, unfortunately. Mm. Um, but I used to. But still, I'm like, you know, I'm looking at, you know, what's which ingredients are in my like cosmetica or I'm using mm. lots of like olive oil. I also do like oil pulling for the teeth. Um, mm. That's good. yeah that's so awesome yeah mm. and okay. yeah and being active and i think the most important thing is really just to be happy yeah mm. like try to um keep the the horses in check the horses of your mind you know be gentle yes. with them let them run when they need to run but also um tell them who's the who's the boss who's the yes. who's the boss yeah <laughs> yeah so let's say what you're saying now is like to to take care of yourself to not become fanatic in anything mm -hmm. and yeah. in this way yeah you can focus your mind and your thoughts into your spiritual path right Yeah, that's a very nice way of putting it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, mm. don't... Um, I mean, really, Ikadashi is such a nice example because yes. Ikadashi is basically a day... I mean, you all know this, who is listening, probably. But it's basically like a day when you are, you know, abstaining from, like, grains, for example, or food altogether, if you, if yeah. you want that, for example. But... It is actually about reducing all the physical needs so you can actually focus on spiritual things. But if you are so obsessed about, oh, okay, today I cannot eat rice, I cannot eat bread. Okay, then what are the options? Let me let me go. And yeah, that's <laughs> no, 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 that's not five the... kilos of <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's not the that's not the the real reason for this. Yeah day or why you would do this you know mm. so don't don't forget the real reason basically yeah um yeah yeah i think that's a good state. yeah that's a good ending okay thank you thank you so, oh my goodness i talked so much yes it was a very wonderful talk and um we, we i'm sure we will talk again soon Yeah, thank you so much. And I'm looking forward to your new like episodes and yes. your yoga business. Mm. That is super interesting. Thank you, <laughs> thank Aiko, you. for having me. Thank you. Bye.
I hope this episode fulfilled its purpose of inspiring you. If you like it, feel free to share it, give a review or a rating, subscribe. And if you have any questions, please get in touch at aikoyogareiki.com. Namaste.